Humboldt. Last week. Hey, this is Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. Thanks for listening. This is a way to hear Humboldt's top stories from last week while you're doing things, traveling, working out, being productive, while you're barbecuing or making a meal. Anytime. Please keep telling friends about Humboldt Last Week and connect in all the ways at HumboldtLastWeek.com. This episode is sponsored by Bongo Boy Studio. If you're a recording artist, a filmmaker, or just someone with an audio project, Bongo Boy has been the go-to place in Humboldt County for over 15 years, offering state-of-the-art recording, tape archiving, and disc duplication. For more info, call 839-5090 or go to bongoboystudio.com. Hey, just real quick, I want to thank Beth for her comment on the Humboldt Last Week Facebook. She said, what a great service you're providing. Hope you're picked up by one of the broadcast stations. Really, just sincerely, thank you so much, Beth. Um, I did spend seven years in broadcast radio commercially here locally in Humboldt. Uh, Worked my way up from being an intern to a program director. Spent a lot of time in radio. I ended up uh, taking a public relations job, um, and I just do this podcasting on the side had a daughter, wanted to provide a little bit more financial stability. So uh, I've done the broadcast radio thing. Really, Beth, thank you so much for your comment. Maybe you followed this one out of Eureka. Some guy ran off after a sheriff's officer spotted a stolen truck parked at a store along the highway. I saw on Redheaded Black Belt, he crawled into a nearby trailer and hid. Cops surrounded him. Then they took him in. Uh, Did you see the video on Loco? They made the guy put his shirt over his head, made him spin around, made him do the hokey pokey. Okay, maybe that last part was made up, but definitely protocol, uh, but he looked ridiculous. Suspect was some 40-year-old man with bedazzled jeans. He's rethinking his decisions. Did you see that video of a bear being let out of a car in the Neeland area? According to the sheriff's office, the fellow was stuck in this rig and snapping at people whenever they got close kind of angry they tied a rope around the door handle of this car and opened it up from far away to stay safe Smokey was uh, ventilated out smoked out and he was last seen running into the wilderness no word on how he got in that car in the first place what about this new cityscape mural being painted in old town eureka it's going up on the boone building Loco did some coverage on that. It seems like a little criticism popped up at first because they asked an artist from London to do this, yet there's tons of talented artists here that could use the work. An op-ed by author Amy Stewart poked fun at that. I'll read parts of it. It says, Art from other parts of the world is not welcome. I mean, look at what happened when Kevin Bacon showed up in that small town with his wild Chicago dancing. In order to remain a thriving arts community, it's best to exclude outside ideas and influences. Uh, Anyway, the mural is an urban nightscape. Checking things out so far, you definitely cannot deny this guy's talented. Dude from London is pretty popular. Dan Kitchener has over 27,000 likes on Facebook. More takedowns of illegal marijuana grows that are not permitted with the county and that are causing environmental damage. The sheriff's office is doing their darndest to bust these folks, and I'm sure increasing legal marijuana tax revenue has nothing to do with that. The most recent bust was in the High and Palm area. Apparently a bunch of people ran into the brush from the 15 greenhouses there when cops arrived and nobody was detained. In related news, there's that medical marijuana farmer's market down in Redway that the county put a stop to. The county said right now to sell cannabis, you have to have a building. Sales location or a joint has to be rolled up with bricks and stuff. 
The organizer of the farmer's market told the Times Standard he had mixed messages from the county and said they donate entry fees to local nonprofits. Quote, a lot of community members are losing out with the disappearance of this event. Their hope is the county eventually regulates a cannabis farmer's market just the same as any other farmer's market. Just another terrible summer tragedy. A man died while surfing in Shelter Cove. 15-year-old from Myers Flat. Thoughts are with his friends and family. According to the journal, that was the third drowning death in Humboldt in less than two weeks. And the county's sixth drowning death this year. Please be safe out there. Maybe you heard about that heads-up person in Fortuna who thwarted a burglary in the Main Street area. Someone called this in, and when cops got there, the guy was able to get away in a black Dodge Charger. They ended up finding and towing the car later. Apparently, the response was fast enough because, at first glance, it appears the criminal was not able to take anything. I'll follow that one if there's an update later. Well, how about that? Subaru was shooting a car commercial out along the Lost Coast on Matoll Road, the Wildcat. So far for the current fiscal year, Film Commissioner Cassandra Hesseltine told Kim Kemp projects in Humboldt and Del Norte brought in over a million bucks directly and about three million bucks indirectly for our economy here. A big win for Eureka. Part of the city was one of the spots in California to achieve designation as a cultural arts district, achieving victory over around 30 other places that applied. Awesome. That means for five years, Eureka gets five grand a year and potentially more for grants and funding. This area includes the Eureka Inn, Carson Mansion, Blue Ox Millworks, the library, portions of downtown, waterfront, Old Town. Someone from the Visitors Bureau told the Times Standard the increased marketing could lead to more people visiting Eureka in the greater Humboldt County area. This one's interesting. Three women were arrested in what the Eureka Police Department called a prostitution sting. A 65-year-old, 50-year-old, and an 18-year-old. Some in the community questioned whether or not the 18-year-old was a prostitute or a sex trafficking victim. A lot of young women are forced into prostitution, and some advocates fear that when these women are victims, but their name appears in an arrest as a criminal, that having that on their record makes it easier for pimps to keep them in the sex trafficking industry. Because, like, what other job can they get when that's on their record? It looks like Kim Kemp has reached out to some people to explore that possibility. Either way, the EPD release says they'll do more prostitution busts in the future, and they'll also be targeting the people that pay for sex. A beach bonfire in Samoa caused a blaze of about one and a half acres. Maybe you caught the video on Loco. Big-ass fire visible from the road at sunset. Crews contained it in about 40 minutes, and as the reader in the video pointed out, someone fucked up. Well, someone went to the airport and, uh, well, beforehand, they got their luggage all ready, packed up some underwear, made sure they didn't forget that toothbrush, grabbed a novel that's been sitting around collecting dust in the coffee table, loaded up that phone with some good stuff to listen to on the flight, and uh, tried to check in 12 pounds of weed. I mean, hey, that's like under the 50-pound maximum for check-in luggage, right? Yeah, no. Uh, illegal. Feds don't like that stuff up in the airspace. Officers confiscated the weed, but they still let this guy fly high they forwarded this to the dea and fbi and he could be in the doghouse so i guess you could call him Airbud. a city manager fortuna was arrested for dui for the second time in a year and a half 
Mark Wheatley is also a former Arcata City Council member and a former mayor of Arcata. He was allegedly speeding with expired registration tags after hitting the road with booze in his system. Regardless, I'm sure that won't get in the way of Fortuna fighting the good fight against the devil's lettuce. I saw Loco noted a second DUI conviction in California is no joke. One year suspension of your driver's license and mandatory jail term. A uh, sheriff's officer shot and wounded a guy north of Witchpeck. I saw Kim Kemp reported the guy had a graze wound from a bullet and lacerations from broken glass. Deputy was not hurt. Sheriff's office said the suspect was medically cleared and arrested and that he had a gun in his car. Following protocol in these situations, the deputy who shot the guy was placed on administrative leave pending a multi-agency investigation into that. This is Humboldt Last Week, and I'm chatting with Eureka Police Chief Andy Mills. Thanks for your time, Andy. You bet, Miles. So almost four years here. After that, you are going to be the police chief down in Santa Cruz, which is home of one of my favorite roller coasters on the boardwalk there. Uh, have you ever gone on the Giant Dipper down there? Not yet. We've walked by it a couple times and uh, looked at all the youthful people going down the, uh, the roller coaster. Yeah, it's this beautiful wooden roller coaster, that classic steep drop. I guess it'll be that uh, rare occasion where you're putting your own hands up and not telling a suspect to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just put your hands up a whole new meaning, doesn't it? (laughs) So, Andy, what's the most common misconception people have about being the police chief of Eureka? Um, I think it's more a misconception about the organization than it is about the uh, necessarily the police chief. Uh, you know, it's a really busy job where you have a lot of uh, uh, stuff, a lot of balls in the air. But uh, what I have found is that uh, the perception that many have of Eureka PD is long gone. And um, when you take a look at 80% of our patrol force is uh, has less than five years, uh, that is uh, remarkable in that they do an extraordinarily difficult job with grace and diligence, and uh, things have changed dramatically, at least in my opinion, over the over the four years. So, uh, for those that like to cling to the idea that Eureka is this backwater town that doesn't do anything right, uh, they really just couldn't be any further from the truth. Was that kind of the perception you had of maybe Humboldt County and Eureka before you arrived, or you know, was there sort of a misunderstanding that you had had before you actually got your feet on the ground here? Yeah, you know, um, I don't know if I necessarily had a misunderstanding about that, but uh, just from reading, you know, I read a lot, and I took a great deal of time to listen to and read the local media and try to get a good perception of what's going on in Humboldt and Eureka. And so when you take a look from that perspective, uh, and that can be a kind of a slanted view of things, because you're just listening to, you know, a handful of people's opinions of what's taking place. So uh, I think I was able to uh, see pretty quickly the extreme effort that a lot of uh, the uh, men and women in blue do to make this a safe community. Mm -hmm. So it's like media perception that you had read beforehand. Do you think the media has gotten better since you've arrived? Um, Well, I've never thought that the media was bad. Uh, that's not how I view things. I think my perception is probably based on uh, some of the give and take that you read in the common sections of the local media. And uh, I think that is a dramatic misperception of what 
is truly the view of the average Humboldtian in Eureka is. Uh, you get a few people commenting over and over and over and over and over again about the same thing. You kind of, after you read it for about a month, you kind of figure that out. And to be honest, I really haven't read much of it since. It's just nonsensical, negative dribble that um, really is, does not add anything positive to the conversation. Exactly. Well, a lot of us are uh, reading through the trolling, like you and I. Andy, what would you say are some of the uh, achievements that you're just most proud of whenever you're getting ready to move on? What are you most proud of? Well, I think there's a couple things that as I look back, I'm, uh, I'm proud of that it's been accomplished through the men and women of the Eureka Police Department. I think one is uh, the most common perception I heard from professionals and others was that, uh, that they were not happy with the Eureka Police Department, that they feared them in some ways, uh, as well as uh, they viewed them as a uh, very aggressive, and not in a good way, police department. You know, aggression is not a bad word. It's how it's uh, deployed. It can become uh, problematic. So um, now the most common view I hear from people is that they really like the men and women who serve the city of Eureka. And, um, I mean, literally our folks cannot stand in line at Starbucks to get a cup of coffee without somebody paying for it. Uh, because they truly appreciate the hard work and the effort that these folks are putting in on a daily basis. So uh, that's one thing. The other, I think another significant issue is I'm really proud of how um, we've handled the homeless uh, situation in Eureka. It's not perfect. It's not even close to it. But when we look at how we've treated those less fortunate but yet still try to toe the line of maintaining order, I think our people have done a fantastic job. You know, we've housed probably well over 300 people in the last few years uh, and helped people get healthy. When I have people walk up to me who are heroin addicts but living out in Devil's Playground and tell me, Chief, I just want you to know I've been clean for over a year now because of what EPD has done. That is amazing. And that is the kind of thing that a police department can hang its hat on and say, at the end of the day, we did a good job. Uh, now, again, there's a long way to go, and um, we still have some very recalcitrant people uh, who are intent on not abiding by society's rules, and uh, that will take a strong enforcement arm. It has to be a good balance of both, and uh, I think those are two very good things that Eureka PD has done over the last few years. But, you know, I could not have done that at all without the support of my command staff, um, Michelle Reyna Sanchez, Brian Stevens, and Steve Watson. They have really taken a lot on their shoulders. They've been consummate professionals who have led our department in a very positive way, and then the men and women in the trenches who are every day going out and uh, really battling a uh, difficult problem with, uh, again, a lot of grace and dignity. Well, you mentioned, you know, the outreach that you've done in terms of working with the homeless community here, you know, getting your police officers to be viewed in a more positive light. You mentioned people buying coffee for the police officers here. You started something like that with coffee with the captains. Was that your idea? Well, I don't can't really remember whose idea it was. It doesn't matter. But, uh, you know, the uh, captains took that on full speed when we discussed it and really did a great job 
and we're very faithful and consistent with it. And uh, I think that the city's better as a result of it. Now, the next step with that is to expand so that officers are assigned to neighborhoods all over the city. And uh, so that there's some level of relationship and accountability for solving crime problems in a neighborhood. I expect there to be some hiccups with this and some difficulties as we move forward and adjustments. But it's the right thing to do is to push the authority and the decision-making power uh, down to the uh, line level of the organization. And that's something that you can keep your eye on. It's uh, real insightful, and uh, I think that uh, Brian has done a good job putting that together, and uh, I think you'll see it move forward in a real positive way. And you had mentioned some names there, including Brian's. Uh, you know, in terms of priorities and approach, what do you hope for when it comes to the next Eureka Police Chief? Well, uh, you know, obviously the next chief is going to be a decision of the city manager. And um, does the city, the chief of police reports directly to the city manager as an at-will position. So they can be uh, let go at any time. So it's going to be really important to get this whole thing right. And um, I think that what you're going to see as the, as the highest priority is uh, someone who is consistently thoughtful about how to move the organization forward Bill, how to stay on the path that has been charted. And um, I think that uh, both are capable uh, to do that, and it'll be the city manager's decision to make sure that uh, the city continues to move forward in unison together. You know, one of the things that uh, is interesting is that uh, you have a lot of focus on the police department concerning the homeless issues, for instance. Well, that's just one of several departments. You also have other departments they're not nearly as visible that are doing and are responsible for some of the solutions. And uh, one of the things that I think that we have to, as a society, get away from is trying to enforce our way out of this problem. We are not going to do that. Uh, people in, in California have voted twice now to go the other direction, uh, to reduce the number of beds available in jail, to reduce the number of people that are on probation and parole. And they have done so willfully and thoughtfully. Whether we agree with it or not is not the point. So you're not going to take a person who's committed a very low-grade misdemeanor and put them in jail to teach them a lesson. We're going to have to be creative about how we do this. And that's why I'm so proud of what we have done in Eureka, is to get 200 people, you know, housed in a very long-term fashion, maybe up to 300 in, a, in different levels of housing, and uh, see many of those people become healthy. That is what it's going to take. And I would encourage everybody to jump in and help out as opposed to uh, standing back and uh, taking shots from the sidelines at those who are trying to do a good job from all sides of the table. Well, you've always talked about progressive policing. I feel like that's a good fit for Eureka, both uh, you know Eureka and Santa Cruz. You know, a lot of people are bummed, but they understand you wanting to move closer to family. That's something that really resonates with people. Eureka has around 27,000 people, and Santa Cruz has, uh, what, 63,000? So what will your mission be over there? Well, as I take a look at Santa Cruz, um, they've had some significant challenges also uh, in terms of the homeless population, in terms of heavy theft crime that has really racked that city. You know, whether it's a result of AB 109, Prop 57, Prop 57 and 47, I'm not sure until I can get in and take a look at the details. Or is it just an issue of uh, people just have disregard for the law? 
a society to be, a society to be healthy, it has to abide by the rule of law, willfully abide by the rule of law. There are enough police in the nation to enforce every tiny little law that comes up. Um, if I wanted to enforce every single violation of the law I saw, I literally could not drive a block in a shift. And so you have to pick and choose what is going to be the type of enforcement, the type of profile that we want as a city. And the police are just a reflection of the priorities and the desires and the hopes and the dreams of that city. So my first order of business is going to be sit down with the community in Santa Cruz and listen to them and find out what exactly how they view their police department and what they expect of the police. I will also sit down with the uh, police officers themselves and then the city leaders and uh, figure out a way to put everybody on the same page, to put everybody working together towards the same goals. And uh, because there can only be one Santa Cruz, there can't be little factions all over the place. And I really feel strongly that stability is a key to a city that's healthy. And that's why I have preached that for almost four years here. And I think that's resonated with, with many people. You're certainly always going to get the extreme that you'll never make some people happy and you can't really worry about that. And they can opine in their anonymity and great blocks and other things that are just ridiculous. Uh, but, you know, the reality is really nobody listens to them. Uh, they don't have a say in society until they get to the point where they're willing to roll up their sleeves and become part of the process. And so that's why um, I really think that it's important to look at it from that perspective, and that's what we're going to do in Santa Cruz to make sure that we're uh, heading in the right direction. Well, it definitely sounded familiar. You know, you got to know us. Now you're going to be getting to know them. Uh, we wish you the best of luck, Andy. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? You know, I just really want to thank the citizens of Eureka and the residents of Humboldt County who have just welcomed us with open arms who have treated us with nothing but respect. And uh, I tell you what, we walk away from this uh, experience better because we have met so many wonderful people. And, uh, you know, it's just a, uh, it's been an honor to serve here and to uh, work with all segments of the community. And uh, so we just really thank everybody for all the great things they've done for Kathy and myself. And I just think it's time now for another person to step in and take it to the next level, and I'm sure that that will take place. And I wish nothing but the best for the people of uh, Humboldt County and Eureka. Uh, we really appreciate it, Andy. Thank you so much. You bet. Have a great day. So just real quick, I want to clarify, when Mills was talking about the next Eureka police chief and he said both are capable, I believe he was referring to Captains Brian Stevens and Steve Watson. Uh, I really appreciate you listening this week. If you have any thoughts, definitely get in touch. Humboldt last week will be taking a little break coming up, headed out to Colorado for vacation, summer break. But we'll be back on the 29th with a brand new episode. So I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. Bye. Humboldt last week.